and Allie, Rewind. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. All right, so do you remember when Tiger Woods got busted cheating? Oh, yes. And everybody found out about it. With Elon. Yeah, he was cheating on his wife, Elon, but he was sleeping with that Rachel Uchitel chick who was nothing more than a prostitute in my mind. I mean, like, literally, like, high-end call girl. She says she wasn't. But that was essentially what would happen. These guys, you know, you spend a ton of money on them. You expect them to keep their mouth shut. I don't know. What, what, they're married. What do you call it? Like, hush beaches? I'm paying hush you beaches? to sleep I don't know. with me and keep it quiet. What do you think you side, I don't know. Side pieces? I don't know what you call them. So look, that had happened. We didn't hear much from her at the time. She came out recently and said Tiger told her she was the only woman he ever loved. What? I mean, you hear these things and you know, you, of all the affairs we know about in our life, you just laugh at the delusion. The delusion. The, the, How many women has he told that to? Well, you want her to get some self-esteem. It's like, God, you can't be this dumb. Yeah. He's married with kids and he's telling you, I'm, you're the only woman I've loved. And he wasn't just sleeping with her on the side, for the record. But yeah, there were many other. There many were many others. other. Many and others. So, many, and so many that others. just shows how dumb she is. But yeah. any, if he wanted to leave his wife, he would have. Okay. Yeah. That's the whole point. So anyway, now she's dating another married guy. He's a married lawyer. Okay. And it ended up on the internet. And it turned out the guy's wife said, we were fine. He met her online in November, closed all the accounts and left me. Like literally like left her. So now <laughs> Tiger Woods' ex-mistress is upset saying... This is not what pe- what she's saying. They have been separated for a long time. They always say what the dude says. The dude is cheating. It's always his Right, his they never story. talk to the woman about it. They never ask the woman who's no. blatantly saying, no, we were together until take, the day he met you. You just take the liar's word for it, You're which so is stupid. stupid. <laughs> you really want to believe it, man. So this is her quote, the mistress's quote. Robin is public. Robin's the wife. Yeah. Robin is publicly, publicly humiliating her estranged husband, whom she's been separated from for quite a while by using me as a target. It's sad that the media has yet again taken a story out of context and are trying to paint me as a mistress. You're sleeping with a married guy. You're a mistress. You were sleeping with a married guy when he was with his wife. You were sleeping with another married guy when he was with his wife. You're a mistress. We're not spinning it. You have a type, <laughs> yo. So You've got a type, a I married type, and that's all idiots. you're going after. You There's are a mistress. These people in these affairs that want, that need something in their life, and this really want to believe this garbage. And this again is Rachel Yucatel or whatever her name is. Achitel, that's whatever. Achitel. The one who slept with Tiger Woods, who's the mistress when it's all now, that went down. Now sleeping with other married really? men. Good for her. <laughs> Never thought you'd teach your dog a lesson and then end up teaching yourself a lesson. You said this happened with this happens it, with kids, It Alan? does. It does. You find yourself yelling at children, realizing the whole circle effect and where you've gone yeah. wrong and where they've gone wrong and how you got screwed up as a kid and why it all clicks. Well, <laughs> I've been doing some training with our dog, Samson, because okay. when we got him when he was eight I weeks was old. Like, he's like eight years old. What does yes. he need to be trained for? Well, here's the thing. When we got him when he was eight weeks old, we exposed him to some other dogs, mm-hmm. but not a lot of other mm-hmm. dogs. So he thinks that he's like a human. Like, he loves right. other people. He goes Your up- wife carried him in a baby Bjorn. You <laughs> gave him a bottle. Yes. All right? that stuff. <laughs> well, we spoil the crap out of him. And it's just him and, like, the three of us in our house. Mm-hmm. We don't have him around. We exposed him some ki- to some kids, which was good, to make sure he doesn't, right. he's not crazy around mm-hmm. children. But, but the you other- basically raised him to be a stuck-up dog yes. who doesn't go around other people. <laughs> yeah. So when he gets around other dogs, specifically at the dog park, he, like, nips at them, and he growls, and the hair stands up on the back of his neck. Mm-hmm. He gets assertive. And like, he's like, he has to establish dominance. I'm the the dog here. Like all this. So I was, I was 
like putting him on a leash, walking him around the dog park, and I was showing him how to introduce himself to other dogs. And when he would start to get nippy, I would kind of gently pull him oh, to okay. the side. I thought you were like talking like, no. to him as if he was. A oh, I totally listen, am. Samson. Oh, I totally am. The whole time. He knows time. what you're saying. The whole time, I'm yeah. like, dude, look at this. You have to be cool to these other dogs. They just want to play. They're just out here to hang out. They're just out here to have a good time. Look Daddy's at those guys. Daddy's not gonna adopt them. Those not dogs over there. Yeah, those dogs are just hanging out. They're just playing over there. They're not fighting. But, nothing on. aggressive you at all. You don't speak bark. So what if he? just knows that they're jerk dogs. Like, it'd be like on the playground if my mom was like, go play with those kids, And but I know they're the mean girls. Sure. <laughs> what if Samson right. just knows? Might be. So as we're walking <laughs> along, I go, look, I w- some dogs would come up to him and be nice and just like sniff his butt and then turn and walk away. Yeah. Other dogs would come and hang out for a while and kind of get to know him, do a little social interaction. Then we they'd wonder move why along. men walk up and right? <laughs> sniff our butt and walk away. We wonder why. It all goes right. back to nature but and I animals. I would notice sometimes a dog would come up and do a quick greeting and then leave and he would look like a like he would look to the other dog like he wanted to go continue to hang out. Yeah. And I had to tell him, I go, look, dude, I go, not there's a ton of dogs out there. Not every dog is going to like you. And you don't have to like every oh, dog. You told him the truth. Good. Yes. And then what? And then I thought what his words came out of my mouth. I was like, I need to tell myself this. <laughs> Sometimes You're a, a, a real like I had a little existential breakdown, Ali. An yeah. aha moment by because talking to your dog. One of my biggest things of my struggles uh, with my mental health is I'm a people pleaser. Like I like to make people happy all the so time. Many people are and like I'm always that. and I'm always worried about what people think of me. Like mm-hmm. if somebody doesn't like me, it drives me nuts. Yeah. Like I have to find out why they don't like me. What did I do? How can I get into their good graces? And it'll drive me nuts. You obsess over I do. it and get anxiety I'm a and horrible, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. horrible people pleaser. I used to be like that. It's I bad. did. No, I used to be like obsessively a people pleaser and it got better over time yeah some of that was age some of that was life some of that was just being who depending on the type of i mean i'm that type of f you person so like it depends on the person you know what i mean and it has gotten better but it's something that i still have to keep in check every once in a while especially with social media i get inside my brain sometimes Mm -hmm. i'm like oh my god why didn't this get enough likes what's going on with this do people not like me what's happening that happens still sometimes it does and i need to get Mm -hmm. myself in check and i was like Mm -hmm. i need to say this to my Myself instead of to my dog. I go. There's a lot of people in the world. I don't have to like everybody, right. and not and everybody you're not going to like everybody, and not everybody has to like me, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Like we have to be okay with that yeah. and being ourselves. And I was like, that was like a weird mental health moment that I had with myself and my dog. But see, and you know how like we park. say you need to talk and men need to talk, yes. and like we go to therapy. But in a way, talking to your dog is the same as self talk because I'll walk around my house talking to myself about <laughs> stuff, and I'll be like, oh my god, nobody's here, right? Nobody heard what I just said because I realize <laughs> right. I'm. Talking myself out of whatever I'm thinking about, you See? know. Sometimes self-talk so can be good. Self-talk can be good unless yes. you're obsessing uh-huh. and taking yourself down the other way. That's when it's really bad, right? So I just told Samson, I was like, "Look, be yourself." Like we tell kids this all the time: be mm-hmm. yourself. Like just yeah. do you, and everybody else is going to do what they're going to do. But as long as you do what just, you but need do to the do, right thing. Yes, be a good person. Don't hurt anyone. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> and, and you're good. You're good. It's like a life rule, right there. Yeah. Be yourself and don't be an a hole. So many people. <laughs> obsess over that, though, what other people think they or they, their decisions or their choices, whether they're right or wrong, get based around how people are going to react to them or if they're going to be okay with it. Or they go backwards and they go, what did I do? What didn't I say? It's what should fault. I have said? It's my fault. Why do yeah. they hate me? I should have so dumb. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have said that. It's the, the living yeah. in the past or living in the future. Just be in the now and be yourself. And someone's probably, not, that person's probably not even thinking about what you're thinking about. No. I remember a conflict oh. years ago with a coworker. Yeah. We sat in an office and he said, I just, I sit at home and I think about why can't we get 
get along. And I looked at him and I go, I swear to God, this was like 15 years ago. I go, I don't sit at home and think about you. That's the difference. Yeah. I don't obsess about this relationship. I come to work. I work with you and I go home. I don't say, we don't have to be best friends. Yeah. We don't have to hang out. It's just, this is, we're coworkers. Whole, that, we're not, you know what I mean? That's a whole social psychology concept called totally. the looking glass self. Because how you, how you think oh. you look and how you think other people perceive you yeah. are two completely different things. Oh my God. Like you wear a new outfit and you're walking down the street and you think, I look great in this. Right. Everybody thinks I look great in right. this. When nobody cares. Right. Nobody's even looking at you in your new outfit. Mm-hmm. They don't, they're not thinking about it like you are. Yeah. Because you see things differently as yourself than the mm-hmm. other world sees you. But you want them mm-hmm. to think like you're the greatest That's thing right. ever. That's right. Because you, you feel good. See? So you project that. Look at this. Riggs and Allie, thank you for coming to our TED uh, Talk well, this morning. You know people have... So I, there's no way people aren't listening being triggered by totally. people-pleasing stuff. You know, So you can always call or text to 414-799-1037. Yes, please. Call or text. And again, thank you for Are coming. Are you getting to- walked over by the world because you're a people-pleaser? <laughs> <laughs> Let us help Let you. Let us help you. <laughs> it's 103.7 KISS FM. Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to believe what this guy pulled out of his pocket. Oh. This is pretty awesome. This him is to awesome. Do. Yep. By the way, the Packers play the uh, Los Angeles Rams this weekend. Okay. So they're going to have to come Sweet. up and play in Green Bay. <laughs> and speaking of Green Bay, I don't know if you've heard of a, uh, a company called Barstool Sports. They're kind of like an yep. um, online digital mm-hmm. seen them sports online. thing. Yeah, you've seen it's them before. It's always a dude sharing it, I'll be fair. Always. <laughs> Which well, is fine, yeah. but it's just funny. Well, yeah. the, the president of Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy. <laughs> Sorry, I just started guy. thinking about the fact yeah. I've never seen a woman share Barstool, but we've all seen it. I know what it is. This yes. is pretty funny, but go on. No, no, I'm into it. It's this. rare when a woman shares something from Barstool <laughs> Sports. So Dave Portnoy is a guy who's based out of New York. Yeah. And when uh, they did a whole other lockdown in New York, he was upset about it. He was like seeing so many small businesses struggling. So he yeah. goes on his it's platform, which tough is Tough place to be in, yeah. yeah. So he goes and he starts a fund for all these small businesses and saying, basically, if you're a small business and you're still paying your employees, we'll give you money to help you get through this because awesome. a lot of people aren't getting the government assistance that they need. Well, yeah, it's bad when it as, as a society we have to come together on a, the internet and do it versus actually the government helping those people. But So he goes, on his, he goes on his Instagram Live and he what he'll do is he'll call these local businesses uh-huh. on FaceTime and like show the reaction of them because they know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And when they answer the FaceTime call and it's him, they're like, oh my God, it's the guy from Barstool Sports. Are you going to help my business? <laughs> yes. It's a cool, like, feel good video. That's awesome. So he goes on and you think that he's going to have like another business come on, but instead the person that comes on is Instagram Live, the Barstool Sports guy, Dave Portnoy. Aaron Rodgers pops up on the what? screen. Aaron Rodgers comes up on the screen. He says that he's now going to donate some money, which is awesome. So uh, listen to this. Okay. It doesn't even work. Oh, I'm no. going to kill something. Oh, no. I just want to say, first I'm in. I want to be in the same amount you put in. You start with 500000 That's what I'm yep. up for. Um, Love it, which is huge. And I'm, I'm, it's an honor uh, to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. $500,000 is what Aaron Rodgers donated to this fund. $500,000, which is awesome. I was not even making jokes yesterday when I went and met my girlfriend for her birthday to get our pedicures. And I said, I'm putting my stimulus back into the economy. And I go, and now I'm going to go through a drive-thru because I'm not cooking and put my stimulus right back into the economy some more. Because that's what you're supposed to do. (laughs) I felt good. So then they called somebody uh, who's in uh, Janesville, Gray Brewery in Janesville, which is a local brewery that was struggling during this. And made a nice donation 
him to them. So helping oh, so them stay on their feet. that was one of the businesses feet, One of them that helped. he helped. Yeah. Aww. Which is cool having, like you said earlier, Allie, having a, a quarterback in a small town like Green Bay. They yeah. see it firsthand. This is what I said to Riggs. I was explaining yeah. this off the air. Yeah. Was that when you have athletes in big cities, they're gated and they're hidden. Whereas when you have athletes in a city like Green Bay, I would assume the ability to see some of the regular people's struggles are much more because he's in a small yeah. town. So he's watching these businesses close mm-hmm. versus, you know, LeBron, who I have no issue with, but he's in L.A. not going, not seeing it. You, you see right. it in a small town. You see them close with your own eyes. Yeah. yeah. So that's very cool of Aaron yeah. Rodgers to do that. And Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports helping out small businesses, which Rogers. is very cool. Yes. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Uh, uh, Riggs, did you see the traffic alert? No. Uh, Two lanes are blocked, 94 eastbound at County G because of a vehicle fire. So if you're 94 eastbound near County G, just be prepared that the two right lanes are blocked if you're going eastbound. Yep. All right. So I just wanted to get that out there. Sucks to be the person with the car fire. That's awful. Yeah. Or the person trying to get to work on time. Okay. So Harry Styles, we announced last week he's dating Olivia Wilde. Some people were like, are they? Well, yeah, he did confirm it in a speech he gave. They were holding hands at the wedding. She's directing him in a movie. Okay. She's directing a movie that Shia LaBeouf was supposed to star in. He got kicked out. It was recast with Harry Styles last year. Her and Harry Styles meet. Sources say there was some kind of immediate chemistry with the two of them, even though she's the director and he's in it. They're not like co-stars. Right. And then it was only a matter of time before these two ended up together. Yeah. So then she splits with Jason Sudeikis after nine years together and they have kids. And then all of a sudden, a few months go by and she's with Harry Styles. And so they said Jason Sudeikis is heartbroken and blindsided and he's claiming that totally Harry Styles had something to do with it. Not that they cheated, but that... It was instantaneous almost. She met Harry, and that was when she checked out of their relationship, and now here they are months later dating. So if that's true, it'll be interesting to see what happened because what? I mean, out there of nowhere, are, where you're with a guy for years and years, you break up and you're with your co-star who you started hanging out with months before. I mean, you, it is kind of like, oh. But it's unfair to blame Harry Styles because there if was- he didn't cheat, If he didn't sleep with her, I agree. Well, even if he did, it's unfair to blame Harry Styles. He's not the one that's married. She's the one that had problems in her relationship mm-hmm. to begin with. She wouldn't Obviously. have cheated and straight away from yeah. anybody, including Harry Styles, if she wouldn't didn't have a solid and you know sturdy marriage. I agree with you. She, or she could have just been there a decent was some, person and right <laughs> said no. and left. <laughs> sure. I mean, sometimes and you left. just have to make the choice to go. I'm married, and sometimes it's not about you know. Sometimes you just have to go. Wow. I know the boundaries, and sometimes you don't. And she didn't know the boundaries, apparently. Or they well, were she didn't some... care because they were already on the outs. Right. Know? Who knows? I don't deny that it, for sure one side yeah. knew that it was over the relationship and the other wasn't. That's I don't deny that. Yes. This usually happens for in a divorce. For her, in order to connect with someone, she was disconnected from Jason Sudeikis. 100%. I will give you that. That's what I'm saying. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so that's the update on the two. Right? Good for them. There you go. Harry Styles. <laughs> here we go. It's 103.7 Kiss FM. <laughs> or here we don't go, depending. I don't I'm, think it's a good thing if I'm, they say that the machine is broken. Or you broke a machine at the hospital? What happened? I didn't break a machine, but okay. a family member they thought did. And it turned out she didn't break anything. It was just that bad of a situation. Okay, my mom. I'm talking about my mom. My okay. Mother, Nance. My beautiful mother, Nancy, oh, in Nancy Florida. Pants? My na- Stan and Nance down in Florida yeah. with the retirees. Uh, 
anyway, she had fallen at the tennis courts, okay? My parents are your classic stereotypical white old people. They play golf and tennis. They live in Florida. They're just, you know, but but they're they're not racist or anything. <laughs> Take that out of the stereotypical old people. <laughs> so I cracked I'm sure there up. are some black people that enjoy tennis and golf. It's probably few and far are. between. I'm talking about stereotypes, though. Of course, yes. Have you met Serena Williams? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. But it's just, I'm trying to paint a picture of their daily life. Yeah. It's not much. It's tennis and golf and bridge or whatever those people do. Backgammon. Right? You know what I'm Mahjong. saying. So my mom calls us the other day and sends some texts to me and my sisters and says, well, I went. She had fallen at the tennis courts and she had the biggest black eye I've ever seen. And when it happened, we were like, mom, you fell and you got a black eye, but nothing else is wrong. Like at first we were kind of like confused. Like, is that really what happened? Right. Like, you know, it was just, it's just a weird time. And she turns out, yes, she had fallen and somehow ended up with this black eye because she, when she fell, she must have just hit her eye on the side of like, you know, a piece of brick that was on the ground. Yeah. Not good. My wife's mother did that once. She fell and like hit it on, you know, those little parking things in the, in the street that stop your tires from rolling forward. It was one of those things. She fell right on that thing. It's kind of like that. Yeah. So when we realized, okay, she fell and like, she's truly got this horrific black eye, went to the doctor. She's okay. The thing was black for like weeks and then, you know, and then yellow and then all the weird colors, a big bruise gets. Yeah. And then normal. So she goes to the doctor to get a recheck the other day and they're doing the colorblind test and they're like, okay, what color do you see? And she's like, I don't see anything. And they're like, Okay, what about now? Nothing. No, what do you mean nothing? So he went on for so long, my mom wasn't seeing any color. And the the woman what? helping her thought something was wrong with the machine. Because my mom was like, I, I don't see any color. So we're like, oh no, did this screw up her co- like her literal color vision? I don't, that's you know? bizarre. Bizarre. Was she having like, issues up until she had this test? Was well, she, she noticing? she didn't know, because you, when you don't know, you don't know. So she must have just been thinking everything was in color. I don't know. You're asking me to tell you why an old person did something <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any rationale. I'm just thinking if I was colorblind, I would think that if I wasn't and then was, I would know I was colorblind. Well, maybe that's why they thought the machine was broken. Yeah. But if she has one eye in color, that could be screwing her too. Think about it. That could be too. I don't know. I can't even imagine what that looks like in my mind. You know, like one eye is in color. And I have a friend who's colorblind, like a 30 year old friend who's been colorblind their whole life. So, you know, I I do know someone, but she just could not figure it out. To come to find, sure enough, she still got that damage. And so they think it'll come back, you know, over. Time. Oh my God, it's like but nerve can, damage or retinal damage I or guess. something. That's can you weird. imagine, though, like going to the doctor and they think the machine's broken, but no, your vision is just that bad. Yeah. You're like, no, I, I the machine works. I'm just blind as a bat when over I was, here. When I was younger, I used to have glasses, mm-hmm. and I went to the eye doctor to get my vision used checked. To? Used to. Wait, I, you used to? Yeah. Follow me on this. Okay, I'm following. I wore glasses I'm for a while. I'm dying to hear this. Follow, I, I'm following. You know, when you wear glasses, you'll go to get a checkup with your vision every yes. year or so. And I learned that you should be doing that anyway. I learned going to the eye doctor. At where? Just at Lang Family Eye Care in New Berlin. Ideal. Just like the dentist, we do not push people to get their vision. It's part of your health. You yeah. know what I mean? So I go to get my yearly eye exam. Yeah. And he's putting the thing up in front of me. He's doing the one or two, three or four, going through the whole <laughs> spiel. And he goes... Let me put you on a different machine. And I go, why? He goes, I think something's wrong with this one. I go to a second room, the exact same exam, same results. And he goes, there can't be two machines that are off. He puts me back on the first one, get the same results. My vision had been corrected 
from the glasses that I was wearing. I don't know how, but it was like, wow. he goes, you don't need a prescription anymore. He goes, I thought that something was wrong because I was sure that I just had to adjust it slightly. That's fascinating. But I didn't need I, glasses anymore. I think anymore. you never needed them and the, and the doctor was a dummy. You think so? T- yeah. And I think he had to tell you later that you, <laughs> I think that, w- I, I wonder, now I want to ask Dr. Lang because there I is a too. way to correct vision for people, this ortho case stuff, yeah. that you can go in and you can put corrective lenses at night and then eventually mm-hmm. your kids can hopefully go without glasses. It's great for sports. So it's funny that you said that because I get that there are ways to correct vision, but when you did that in the 80s, I'm convinced that the doctor was a dummy and just told you. So how long did you wear glasses? Probably... Three years more, maybe more? Three or four years for a while when I was much younger until I was at least oh, 10. Probably I six if to 10 you years needed old. Them. I don't know. I have so many questions. I do too. But for the longest time, I wore them. I saw fine with them. Oh my God. It was very bizarre. And then I never had to wear them again. I'm going to ask Dr. Lang. Okay. Did Riggs' did glasses correct his did eyes they? or it was his, was doctor, his doctor full an idiot? of crap? Which could have been the case at all. I have so many questions. I God, call, I wish I was a doctor. I need to call Dr. McCann back in Noblesville, Indiana, <laughs> and tell him he was an idiot. What if that's your, your lawsuit 30 years later? You told me I, did, I couldn't see. I never needed glasses in the your first place. Your machine sucked. Is anybody else? I'm sure people have had bizarre things like this happen at their doctor before. <laughs> Where they think the machine's broken or you got treated <laughs> yeah, right? for something you didn't need. That's right? wild. Yeah, I'd like to know. We'd like to know. so many questions. 414-799-1037. You can always call or text. Yeah, weird encounter with the doctor. What happened? (laughs) 414-799-1037. With your mom, what happened? She went in and she had gotten a black eye from falling at the tennis courts. And they went to do the colorblind test to check her vision. And they thought the machine was broken because she wasn't seeing (laughs) anything. anything. Turns out the machine was not broken. She just needed some time to heal. I either had had an inept eye doctor or glasses corrected my vision when I was younger. (laughs) I can't get over that story you just told on the air about you. (laughs) I blows my mind. Somebody texted into 414-799-1037. They said, Riggs, same thing happened with my son's vision. He's now 18. When he was five, he wore glasses for a year and his vision corrected. Still no glasses 13 years later. Dr. Lang, like, did people just say that to get service for a year or did the kid really (laughs) have problems with their eyes? Who's on the phone? Marissa is in, she lives in Grafton, but she's driving to work in Sheboygan this morning. Marissa, good morning. What's up? What up? Good morning, good morning. Morning. Good morning. She said morning. she calls in 18 times and she can never get through. I'm like, you got through, girl. Look at you. Congratulations. <laughs> she play the lottery now. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't blame a, us if you don't win, though. It's almost a billion now. Go ahead. Um, so, I guess it's not like a good thing. Like, the doctor thought it was broken or whatever. Okay. But um, I had my tonsils removed when I was three years old. Okay. And I kid you not, I have tonsils. Wait, you had them removed, but you still have tonsils? Yep. Wait, wait, wait. How, okay, break so it never down. Had your, I'm you never had, so you never had your tonsils taken out? Or you had two um, sets? Of, what happened? So the doctors now say that they missed like a piece and they grew back. This <gasps> isn't supposed to happen. What? But, yep, I have tonsils. <gasps> That's crazy. Oh. But I guess like any part of your body, it can my regenerate God. if they don't get it all the way. Oh, my God. Maybe. I've, I, I was today years old when I... You was told this could, could be a thing. Your tonsils grew. So did you get them removed again? Or are they still a problem? I Well, so I've had strep throat like every year. But mm-hmm. they say it's not a reason to have another surgery. So I just live with tonsils. Okay. <laughs> that is wild. Crazy. They told her she got her tonsils out, but she still has tonsils. Did you contact the doctor? Did you, con- the doctor. Yeah, did you contact the like- first doctor and be like, "Yo, you didn't get all this out the first time. I want my money back." 
Um, so my mom was like, um, yeah, we're just going to leave it alone. This is 21 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That long. Somebody texted in to 414-799-1037. Actually, a lot of people are texting in. The tonsil thing is true. I work in the medical field. Tonsils can definitely grow. And then somebody else wrote, tonsils can definitely grow back if they were removed when too young. That's crazy. Huh. But I guess like any part of your body, it can regenerate. Interesting. Somebody said, yes, tonsils can grow back. Happens to my grandma. I had to have them removed twice. Well, Marissa, enjoy what? your life with your tonsils as long as they don't bother you Yeah, much. no kidding. <laughs> they clearly want to live with you. They don't want to go anywhere. Oh, <laughs> Thanks dang. for calling. Who we got on the phone here? Uh, this is Gwen. 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 Good morning, girl. Gwen, Hi. how are you? Good. <laughs> okay. Gwen, what did the doctor tell you that was bizarre? Go ahead. Oh, my brother, when he was, like, first or second grade, he wore glasses for a couple years, and he never wore glasses again. <gasps> I really think this is a conspiracy. What's <laughs> <All laughs> a conspiracy? All these people that were getting money from kids that thought they needed glasses, and the kids are too dumb to say, I don't know. Or your, <laughs> your eyes are still growing, and it can change. I don't know. I don't know either. It's but, so... then I, but then I had a friend that had a tubal ligation where you burn the... A well ligation? A who? tubes, and... The group back together and she got pregnant. Oh, she had her tubes tied and then they, oh, I see. I've heard of that happening before with guys. They get the old snipperoo and something happens. Yeah. It's still backed up. Yes, it can happen. <laughs> the why it can be effective. It's not a hundred percent sometimes. Mm-mm. Thanks for calling so much, Gwen. Oh, sure. Yes, okay. have a good one. Gina is in Milwaukee. Can you imagine you get your tube tied, your tubes tied, and they is get untied. Is that what she said? I yes. was answering the. Wait, stop it! I yes. was answering the phone. That's why you didn't hear a shock and a pause yes. from me. She said what? <laughs> right. She knew someone that got the, the tubes tied. Right, so she could get pregnant, I, and then I, they, they, it the odds bad. of that happening are so low. But I know someone that happened the to too. The same thing can happen with a vasectomy too. Yeah. So good That's morning. Right, yeah. Who's this? Uh, uh, Gina. This, this is, is Gina. Gina. I had to I, think of Gina. Yo, Gina. What's Hi. up? Hey, I actually had a, a um, MRI done a long time ago, and when they injected me with the dye, I had gone into shock. My face started to swell up. I was like moving around. So then a couple years later, I had to have another MRI, and I said, just to let you know, I can't have this dye. And they were like, no, it's fine. Nobody's, you know, it's just dye. And I'm like, are are you sure? So I went in, and they put the dye in, and of course, the same thing happened. Did you have an allergic reaction to something in that dye? That's crazy. I think it's like a lead, I don't think it's lead, but it's some kind of dye that, you know. We're all allergic to lead. (laughs) At the end of the day, putting lead in your body will kill you. No, but seriously, go on. They just thought I was, you know, being scared, and I'm in the thing, and I'm shaking again, so... <gasps> so it was a legit reaction you were having to it, and you could yeah. have died yeah. from that die. Luckily, I was in the, um, you know, uh, like by the hospital. Well, right, you were in the hospital I, when know, it happened. Yeah. To to the, uh, yeah. But still, they should so, take your word for it if you say that. Yeah. They're supposed to believe you. That wow. sucks. Wow. So no more MRIs for you. No, I'm double. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so okay. much for calling. Thank you. Appreciate I had, it. Wow. Sarah was on the phone. I accidentally hung up on her. I'm sorry. That's all right. Sarah That's all right. in Germantown. I apologize. You can still call or text us. It is. It's 414-799-1037. We have a lot of text, Yeah. We'll read your text. Take your calls next. Bizarre doctor stories. We're learning a lot this morning, aren't we? Your tonsils. I guess. I mean, and I'm just taking the word of people. I don't even know if they know what the hell they're talking about. I'm just like, okay, you said so, so it's true. What the hell? <laughs> what happened to these people? <laughs> Some apparently, good stories, though. Somebody about... called earlier said that she had her tonsils removed, and apparently they didn't remove them all the way, and they grew back. Oh, it's wild. And tons of people are testing in saying that's happened to them, or yep. they know people it's yep. happened to before. Uh-huh. People it's are crazy. saying that their vision has been corrected by glasses, allegedly. It's, it's I have crazy. so many questions. I yeah, Amanda too. is uh, in Milwaukee this morning. Good morning, Amanda. What's up, girl? <laughs> 
Hey. You have something strange happen at the doctor? What was it? Uh, well, actually, I work in the medical field. Um, so the glasses things actually sometimes, and I'm not, I don't work in. You optometry, know, or you're not an yeah. ophthalmologist. Um, <laughs> ophthalmologist. What did I say? Eye muscles, um, which may help correct the vision. So that that would be my guess as to why that could happen. So it really did fix his vision. It could have, or you know, kids. I mean, I as an adult, I get confused with their yes no questions. So. <gasps> don't you remember? Ta- I well, you don't remember, girl. But I was telling Riggs that the when I went, and they were like one or two, one or two, yeah. and I'd be like, I'm not sure anymore. Go back to one, <laughs> two to or one. I'd be like, I don't know. Three or four. <laughs> I five, got confused as an adult. Yeah, five or six. Can I see two again? When no. They're like, which yeah. one's blurrier? I don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you um, for calling. So the. Oh. Oh, what oh, I was she wasn't actually calling about was there was a, so I worked in a high-level trauma center, not around here, but in a different place. Um, okay. We had a patient come in who had basically a non-life-sustaining brain injury, um, and we did a CT, MRI, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, basically talked to the family about withdrawing care because there was no way that uh, this would do any, you know, the person would be likely to be a vegetable, basically. Oh, just be um, living by machines, essentially, uh-huh. fed by machines, breathing yep, and everything. Exactly. Everything, okay. And um, we expected, we call her to herniate, so um, because of, there was so much blood inside of the skull oh instead of the um, Jeez. And, Is that bad of a brain um, injury? By, so this was probably at like maybe 10, 11 o'clock um, because I worked night shift, and by... 6 a.m. or 3, 4 a.m., the patient was um, following commands, which is not supposed to be happening, and started to fight the vent. What? And so we got a repeat um, CT, and we got the results back, and the blood had actually shrunk. What? Um, It was like a completely different scan. So over 50% blood, you know, it's like whatever, eight, nine o'clock at night. So someone and then the next morning it was a much, much smaller. Um and basically we the the family came back and they were like, Yep, we prayed all night and you know, we knew that he was gonna be fine and So you had a patient come in with a horrible brain injury. You thought that there was Uh no way they were going to make it. There was too much blood in the brain Mm -hmm. because of the trauma. Mm -hmm. And then within the next morning, less than 12 hours later, they were fine. Everything was okay. I'm thrilled they thanked God, but that might have been medicine, too. That's amazing, dude. Yeah, it was. It made it made no sense. It was the same CT, like same hospital. Just, yeah. One of those weird medical miracles. I've Somebody, seen those shows on yeah, TV before who, where you're like, bounced what? back and you're like, how did that happen? Some people's bodies, yeah. man. This is wow. crazy. Well, thank you so much for calling this morning. That's a crazy Have story. Been. You too. I love the stories that even baffle doctors. Yeah. <laughs> those are the good ones Great. where you're like, I don't, wow, man. Good morning, Kiss FM. Who's this? Hello. Oh, sorry. What are we on? What we on two. Here? Who's this? This is Jessica in Milwaukee. Hi. Jessica, what's up? Jessica. Hello. Good. Jessica, your phone oh, sucks. Oh, no, you're cutting out right when you're talking, Jessica. Jessica, we're going to put you on hold and come back hold to you. On, Who's Jessica. on three? God, Liz in Lake Geneva. What up, Liz? Hi. Hi, Liz. I was just calling to um, say my glasses story, I suppose. <laughs> the when glasses I was like, okay. When I was like five or six, I had glasses, too. And the reasoning behind that was that I had a, an extra capillary in my right eye. And so I used to get headaches and, like, skip lines when I was reading and then um, it only took like two, three years, and my other eye strengthened, and I never needed them again. 
That's awesome. What fixed yeah. it though? The glasses you were wearing? Yeah, just I just had like low grade glasses, but because mm-hmm. my other eye strengthened, I never needed them again. Mm-hmm. That's that's that's, that's amazing. Amazing to know. I'm not alone by that. Yeah. <laughs> glasses can fix our vision. <laughs> oh, that's why I said the ortho case stuff. Yes. That's I mean, you can do that's that, awesome. Doctor Langs. You can fix it. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. Thanks so much for calling really in this morning. Yep, you're welcome. We appreciate so you listening. So interesting. I feel bad. Did Jessica leave? Sorry, Jessica. Well, her phone sucks, yeah. so that's okay. Stop it. What? Maybe she was on is a 4G and there were 5G fault? towers. Or is it the cell phone's fault? Maybe it's T-Mobile's <laughs> fault. I don't know. I don't know. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. <sighs> Ladies, the sexiest man alive's off the market. Fellas, what me? The sexiest man alive's <laughs> off the market. Whatever your pleasure, I'm pissed. Michael B. Jordan is no longer. I, I thought there was a chance. Oh, you really thought there <laughs> so was a many chance? Women did. Damn, he's hot. Well, no, he with- is the sexiest man alive. Michael B. Jordan officially making it official with his girlfriend Lori Harvey, who you may—I should just say Steve Harvey's daughter. Does that make it easier yes. for you to know who she is? Yeah, uh-huh. he's dating Steve Harvey's daughter Lori Harvey, who is just as beautiful as he is. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. So, I hate them even more now because they're watched, such a hot couple. Have you watched Black Panther yet? My assignment for you that I gave back in October? No. Why Shoot. Not? And now i got to start watching Bridgerton because that's all anybody's talking about. Yes. Damn it. I'd watch them both. Both of them are good. You will love Bridgerton because of the drama mm-hmm. and because of the... No, don't tell me anything. I don't want to know. What, don't start talking about it yet. And you'll love Black Panther because it's Michael B. Jordan without a shirt for the whole movie, well, pretty much. I just much. heard Black Panther's so good and yes, to yes. see him on top of that. So, yes. Michael B. Jordan made an Instagram official. He posted a pic of them almost kissing, oh. and then she posted the same kind of pics, but she put a heart emoji. He had no caption. Oh, okay. Either way, it looks <laughs> like a movie, a shot of a movie where they're about to come together and kiss. Oh, yes. Damn. Michael uh, B. Jordan, sorry. sexiest man alive of last year, I guess. Yep. Off With the market Steve dating. Harvey's Steve daughter. Harvey's daughter. Damn it. What a 3.7 Kiss FM. What did she do? I'll tell you what my friend did. Oh, no. My friend Kristen has no idea what it's like to pay it forward. She doesn't <laughs> understand the concept. What happened? And I only told her that I would tell this because she lives in Tennessee and oh, she can't she hear this. So she's not going to get well, lit up personally. She can listen on the app. I know she like... can listen with radio.com. <laughs> and she probably will, Kristen. I'm sure that she will. This, uh, she she loves getting her Starbucks, right? Like, uh-huh. that's her thing. That's her vice. She was like, that's yep. the one thing that I won't cut out of my budget. She was like, I don't eat out anymore. I just love going to Starbucks. She always happy. She always goes to the drive-thru. She gets the same things. Caramel macchiato. Every time, she loves it. Okay. That's her thing. Great. So, she went through last weekend, all right? Mm-hmm. And she decided that she was going to start a pay it forward. Oh, no. Right? But you said it went wrong, so I'm dying to hear how this goes. Okay, well, sounds like a good, she has good intentions. It really does. So, she pulls up to the drive-thru and she gets ready to pay. And she says, you know what I'd like to do? I want to do one of those pay-it-forward things. Mm -hmm. And they go, oh, will you pay for the car behind you? Mm -hmm. She goes, yep, I'd like to pay for the car behind me. And the cashier goes, all right. Pulls it up and goes, $38.75. It was almost $40. She went... She goes, my eyes got really big. Uh She goes, I wasn't sure what to do. And I could tell the cashier saw that look on my face. Mm -hmm. And they said, or you can pay for the car behind you. It's only five something, six dollars. Wait, she she was trying to pay for the car behind, or the car behind the car. The car behind the car (gasps) behind the $40 car. Which would then mislead the car who was paying for it. Yes. (laughs) 
Okay, go on. Which doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make any sense. So the cashier gave her that option and she went, okay, sure. Mm. And paid for the car behind the car that was behind her. Okay, can I stop for one second? Because Riggs, we talked about this on the air. Yes, when this happened to me at a Starbucks and the, the barista says to me, I see somebody paid for your order. Somebody yeah. had already paid for mine. And I said, well, then let me get the one behind me. This was, I'll never forget this. And they go, oh, I got to be honest with you. The person behind you has a $20 order and you got a $2 iced tea. Are you sure? And I was like, damn. And I'll never forget it. And I was like, I'll pay for it. Yeah. And I did. But that's so funny because they told me it's a lot more than you are going to pay here. But your friend paid for the person behind the person? Yes. And the cashier gave okay. her as an option. And I, she goes, I'm not a bad person because the cashier offered it. So that makes it okay. And let's, I was like, Let's think yes. this out, though. Okay. We don't ever find the person who paid for us or chase them down. We don't even know what they look like. We don't. So at the, so if we think this out, it's kind of like over, you know, I, I'm too honest sometimes. I tell people everything when they don't need to know. All like, the time, the yeah. The person behind the person, they don't need to know. They don't care who paid for it. They're just happy. No. Because really, it's about how it makes that person feel, right? Yes. And You're the doing pers- something nice. And the person that paid $40 can obviously afford to pay $40. <laughs> That's why they're getting a $40 see, order or a multiple oh, orders for other people. Now I'm thinking it out. See, now we're back to where the gift's all about us, where she should have been doing it to make someone happy, not I need credit for this and now I'm not going to get the credit. See, I just talked myself that's out where of my all mind went, of that. That's where my mind went the first and time. She should have sucked it up and said, yep. you know what? I'm going to make this $40 yeah. person's dream. You're and just, that person would be like, wow. The point is to surprise somebody. Yes. And if so, that makes somebody's day, okay, uh-huh. you, I've just talked myself out of my original I wanted to it. ask people listening, though, is she a terrible person for doing that? Is she a horrible human being? Or is it totally fine that she did it that way? I'm, I'm curious. I want to know. All right. I think she's awful for doing it. I think she should have sucked it up. It. I think she should have paid the $40 No one. way. If you're going to do it, you you're know. rolling the dice when you're paying it forward anyways. $40 and $5 is a big difference but when you're budgeting. You, if you're trying to do something nice for someone, do it. Don't be like, well, I'll do something nice for someone else. What if you can't afford it? Should I give thousands of dollars to a charity if I can't afford it? I don't know. No. (laughs) You could get something, though. You could get something. True. True. 414-799-1037. Did she do it wrong? Is she a horrible person for paying it forward with air quotes like this? Escalation is a little bit much. I don't know if she's the worst person. We want to talk to you next. Hold on. (laughs) All right. Paying it forward. Mm -hmm. Was she doing it wrong? It's (laughs) 103.7 KISS FM. I think she did it wrong. My friend in Tennessee went to Starbucks to do her basic order, the caramel mm-hmm. macchiato that she gets every time she goes, mm-hmm. and said, I'd like to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. And the cashier said, all right, the car behind you is almost is $38. <laughs> it's almost 40 bucks." And she went, what about... Uh, okay, and the the barista said, "Well, the car behind it is only five dollars." So she paid for the car behind the mm-hmm. car, the second car behind her, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's cheap at cheaping out. I think she should have just done the forty dollars. Well, uh, I don't think she should have because I don't think you ever know anyone's. Just because someone has five bucks doesn't mean they have forty. Trust me, I know. She's <laughs> however, got forty bucks. However, okay, your friend has it, but she owns her own yoga studio. Robin, she can afford forty bucks. Oh, she then she can. Robin called in and she didn't want to be on the air. Come on, Robin. Robin was so she had such good points. I even wrote them down. Because what did Robin I, say? I said, you should go on the air. She said, no. She said, there's no rules to being kind. That True. The barista 
Leah should have told the person who paid for it. Not the it's not her responsibility, right? And that it's her money, her kindness, and that you see people who want uh, you know accolades when they do something nice, and then you have people anonymously do kind stuff. Yeah. So your money, your kindness was. I thought that was a solid point. You should have at least. She didn't want to go on the air though, so I'll just. I want to reiterate that to the class. Well, thanks for calling, but not calling, Robin. Next time, <laughs> be on the radio with us, huh? Robin, you were well spoken. I wish you would have gone on the air. No, Robin. we got Whitney in Milwaukee though. What's up, Whitney? Hey, girl. Hi. Was she paying it forward wrong? I don't think so. I think I in some ways you could argue that paying it forward at Starbucks is wrong entirely only because <laughs> it's Starbucks. Theory, but if you if you can afford to go True. to Starbucks every day, that you don't, don't need, need it. The charity. She, yeah. You know what? She, she, Whitney brought up a solid point here. Yeah. <laughs> you're if not, it was like you're a Wendy's. A case if you can afford a Starbucks. Yeah. Right. It's, you know, take that $5 and give it to charity or mm-hmm. use the extra $5 at the grocery store and then. Well, she's right. Because, you know, people live paycheck to paycheck. There are yeah. plenty of people who can't spend $5 on anything outside right. of their budget. Right. Yeah. And it's got to yeah. be awkward for somebody when you're in the middle of a pay it forward oh. and you can't afford it. You can only exactly. afford what you have. And they're like, well, they're doing a pay it forward. So wait, but if I'm at McDonald's, it's okay, right? <laughs> they're poor enough to be there. <laughs> I, I, I got I mean, jokes. I I'm kidding. I've got jokes. And how I've bad does jokes. it make you feel if you can't afford to pay it forward right, and somebody right. paid for yours and you can't afford to pay for the person behind you? Mm. Then you're like, ah, I'm in a weird place here. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Yeah. You make good points also, Whitney. Thank you for calling. Well, thank you. We appreciate you listening this morning. You can call or you can text 414-799-1037. Somebody texted in and said, I'm sorry, but if you're on that much of a budget, you shouldn't be going on the money sucker, going to the money sucker of Starbucks anyways. Fair. Someone else said, nah, your friend was looking to pay for a similar price of what she spends, not for the entire office of the car behind her. Oh. Fair enough. You can call or you can text. They were call- just I kept answering the phone and people would just sit there and listen to me. <gasps> just breathing. Hello? I'm like. <laughs> it's so creepy when someone calls and they don't realize I, they called you. They and don't just... realize we've answered. I'm like, hello. All you hear is the breathing. <laughs> I'm very breathy about that. Paying it forward. Oh, we'll read your calls and texts if you want to. Right. Oh, 103.7 Kiss FM. It's Riggs and Alley. Paying it forward. Mm-hmm. Did my friend do it incorrectly? People got a lot of thoughts about this at 414-799-1037. Uh, my friend basically went to a Starbucks, tried to pay it forward. They said the car behind you was 40 bucks. She Ouch. went, what? And they said, well, the car behind them is $5, so she paid for that one. You can text or you can call 414-799-1037. She just skipped a car. Somebody my- said somebody you still paid for someone's drink. It's still a wonderful uh-huh. thing. Somebody texted yep. that in. Uh, good morning, Jenna. You had something to say. Good morning, Jenna. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Jenna. Hi. What's going on? Um, so I the way I look at it is that it costs nothing to be kind. And essentially, when you're paying it forward, you're paying forward kindness, not money. Mm -hmm. So even though your friend, you know, I would, I maybe have $40, but maybe not that day. And like you said, when you budget, you kind of are like, okay, what can I spend this day? And what can I do to be nice? But maybe I can't afford that. But maybe that person, so I guess you guys were kind of talking about like, but what if you can't afford to pay it forward? And I don't think... Like, in my mind, it doesn't work that way. Right. It's like paying forward kindness. So. Oh, it's not. You don't someone. see the dollar value, so you have plenty of money is what you're telling me. <laughs> because yeah. as well, someone who's, like, you know, like, thinking about well, money all the time, time, I don't think like that. Like, it's who cares the amount? I yeah. care the yeah. amount. I totally care. the. I just have to speak for my side. <laughs> it well, makes I've a difference. Well, I've plenty of times where, like, I give things to charity and they're, like, a monthly thing. We do 
like St. Jude's, we do Wounded Warrior Project, and I'm like, oh gosh, that's like so much money going out, maybe I should cancel that, and then I read this quote that said, um, giving to charity will never make you go broke if you try to make it work, because you'll always feel better about it, so yeah. I mean, unless oh, you're like a really, nice thought really in theory. <laughs> yeah. I know a- that, well, I know that we have the money, and I could spend it on something else, but I guess like, in the pay it forward respect. Then if you like, have money, that's great. Right. That's great. If you have money and you can pay for somebody, maybe they'll pay it forward with like being really kind to someone if you make their day better. Right. And they couldn't afford it. I feel the same as the Starbucks. It's like, okay, if you have money for Starbucks, but sometimes that's a treat for somebody. That's true. So if they're like, yeah. hey, I got a raise and I want a Starbucks and you paid for me. Or, like, I'm going to do something nice for myself. In fairness, and Jenna, they, they go might. They the store and they're like, hey, girl, your hair looks awesome. And they're like, oh my gosh, that thank you so much. And then all these people are in a good mood. So you're saying that if she doesn't have the money, you can do it with a compliment or a gesture in another way that's not monetary. It goes just yeah. as far if it's mm-hmm. a nice gesture instead of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when someone okay. says something nice to me, I'm like, oh, nice. Like you didn't have to give me $5, but if you were nice to me and maybe that right. person was really nice because she got her $5 Starbucks. Sure. <laughs> Allie, I was going to give you $10, but you look really nice today. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks, right? You're welcome. Appreciate that. Your glasses look great on you. Did I tell you that lately? Thanks. No. I'm going to keep this $10 for myself now. Yes, they did. You've been listening for a while. God bless you, Jenna. Thank you so much for listening, Jenna. Yeah. Have a good day. I love it. Tiffany's on two in Genoa City. Genoa City, however you say it. I said, isn't that young in the restless land? (laughs) Tiffany. Tiffany. Genoa. Hey, girl. Sup, salami girl? I think Genoa salami. (laughs) That's what I think of. I love salami. I do, too. And so does Tiffany, probably. Go Go ahead, Tiffany. I am one of those budget broke people that go to Starbucks. (laughs) Okay, wait, hold on though, Tiffany. I'm glad you said that because that was one of the points I wanted to have with Jenna was Starbucks could be of someone budgeting their one little happiness of the day, their $5 Yeah, that's their one thing, their one little pleasure they do for themselves. But anyway, go on. What were you going to say, Tiffany? Well, I get lucky. I was a daycare teacher for a while, so I would get like $5 gift cards here and there to Starbucks. Riggs, do you know how many gift cards teachers get? So many. Oh my God, amazing. And deservedly so. My sister is a principal. She whipped out like 50 gift cards and yeah. like like they were a deck of cards and goes, which one do you want? I got all these from kids and teachers. I'm like, what? I got to be a teacher. Jeez. Which one have oh, I yeah. used? Which yeah, one's happening? Like, uh, teacher appreciation. Well, and, and they deserve in. it. Okay. Go <laughs> ahead. Go on. Um, so what I do if someone pays it forward and someone behind me is too expensive, I just pay what I would pay on my drink for their order. Okay. So you pay, so oh, you're saying if it was a forty dollar order you would pay six dollars towards that forty dollars. Right, yeah. So okay. they would just get, that's they would, would well, this is just. I've never heard that before. That's not an interesting, which is bad still take. a cool thing because if I'm going up expecting to pay 40 and now I'm only paying 34, I'm you like, what happened? 25% oh, off. Oh, wow. Well, I've had that happen at McDonald's too, Allie. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. It happens honestly to me a lot. So, what? and there's times I can't afford it, so I will pay for whatever behind me. But if I can't, I just pay what I was going to pay for my order. Okay, right, that makes right. sense. All right, well, that's a good poll. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for calling, Tiffany. We can do it. We can do it, guys. See, well, and maybe we're inspiring people this morning to start a round of Pay It Forward up today. Maybe we will. Some I, know, people, I might go to Starbucks now. Well, some people have stimulus checks. I know I got mine and got real happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> you put it back in, right? Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> there well, you go. Thank you so much for calling, Tiffany. We appreciate it.
you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening in Genoa City. We can still read texts as well, the 414-799-1037. So many. What do you got there? Uh, Somebody said, I wouldn't have paid $38 either. I think she was not wrong. And uh, some of them that did it, Riggs' friend most likely wasn't uh, paying for it. Oh, Jesus. I hate how our texts come in. They're like split up and disjointed. It's like when you have an iPhone and somebody texts you a whole long uh, a whole long paragraph from, from a, a Samsung. Samsung and it uh, comes all broken up. That's how our texts work sometimes. So They said I would have just paid for part of the order. There's the sum up of their whole text there that they, they texted. And they would have done what she did, which was pay for part of the order. Okay. Just pay for part of it if you can't pay for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. We learned something today. There you go. Maybe yep. we'll start a pay it forward. Who knows? Was, somebody somewhere's thinking to do it this morning Do now. it. Do it. Uh, you 103.7 Kiss FM. Don't say you like you're blaming me. Oh, I'm. <laughs> how can I not blame you for something that happened to your child unless he All did right. it to himself? Well, he did, but it was my fault. Okay. Just, no matter what your kid does to themselves, you're the parent. So if they're un- the one responsible. If they're under 18, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, geez. So I didn't get a chance to tell you this because I was on vacation. Yeah. The first day of my vacation at the end of December, I had dentist appointments for me and the kids. And the ironic part was they were the six-month cleaning that we had made. We had been there right before everything got shut down oh, in yeah. March. Yeah. And we were like the day before we were in there and they go, We're gonna be shutting down. So just so you know, we won't be open. Like it was literally the day before. And yeah. I go, okay. So I had made my appointments, which you know how you make the they make the appointments, oh, yeah. and you don't have any clue if you're available. You just go okay. I was supposed to have one in May, and they <laughs> called me in May, and they went, uh, "We're not going to do it right now." So oh, they rescheduled. They rescheduled oh, okay. me, and I went. I think in like October or yeah. August yeah. or something, well, yeah. So our, 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 it popped up, and I'm like, all right, you know, do we? Uh, six months, every six months, we go. Maybe we should skip one. We can go in get You know, I was trying to justify in my mind all the reasons not to go to the dentist, but yeah. I took them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I said, so we get in there. Thank God, I took them because I'm getting my teeth cleaned. Hudson's in another room, and Owens, and I can hear them talking to the dental hygienist while I'm getting. And I told my sure. dental hygienist, I said, don't you say a word. Yeah. I gotta hear what my kids are telling them because. I can hear, do you brush? And I'm like, I want to hear what he tells the dental hygienist. Finally, my dentist, Dr. Babcock, comes out and goes, well, Allie just got done looking at Hudson's teeth. I go, oh yeah? He goes, he's got five cavities. Five? He's seven. Five cavities? it's not the first one, and we were just there six months ago. How many did he have six months ago? No, he didn't have them six months ago. Like two years ago, he had two or three. And I was blown away then. Five? And they fixed them, and then we went in, and I, I looked at Dr. Babcock, I go, huh? You said my kid has five? He goes, Allie, I have to refer you to some to a pediatric specialist. I don't even do what I need to get done, because he said, Hudson's going to have a lot of those teeth until he's 11. He's only seven. He goes, yeah. you don't want to wait. You need to, if they were going to lose them, I would say, just wait, you know, if you're gonna, but he's going to have those for five more years. You got to get the cavities filled. I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, doc. So I got the referral, and so I called there to the kids' dentist or whatever. I called them, set up an appointment. He's going, but my kid has five cavities. So I looked at Dr. Babcock, and and the ironic thing is parents know. 
Owen never brushes, and I'm yelling at him. He never has a cavity. Hudson brushes and gets ca- It's so ironic that he gets cavities. I never had any growing up, so dealing with them now is so weird. You, you're, it's like you're one of those people. You have them or you don't, right? Dude, I'm 38. I can count on one hand how so many cavities weird. I've had. One, yeah. maybe two in my whole life. Well, and then one. I looked at the, the dentist, and I said, hey, I said, so we need to brush more. And I said, well, what about his diet? I said, is it just too much sugar, doc? And he goes, no. He goes, honest to God. He goes... Have him brush. He can eat what he wants if he brushes it off and cleans them. (laughs) And I go, that makes sense. So last night he goes, Hudson goes and brushes his teeth. And I said, did you brush? Yeah. Let me do the smell test. He comes over. (laughs) Don't smell any toothpaste. I go, he goes, I swear, mommy, I did it with water. And I go, oh, I said, Hudson, the toothpaste has is the thing that kills the plaque. The plaque is what builds on your teeth. You're not brushing it off. You have to use toothpaste every time. Doing the water thing isn't going to work, bud. No. So we're going so to the dentist. So he puts his toothbrush under the water and yeah. puts it in his mouth but and then stops. I don't That's know, it. That wasn't what I normally see. Normally, I, he smells like toothpaste. But I went, this is the last thing you want to be doing with cavities. You got to check. That's the, like soap for your teeth. Yeah. You got to start checking the toothbrush, yeah. too, to make sure the toothbrush is wet. Oh, trust me. Because when I was there. little, I used to try to get away with it by just putting the toothpaste in my mouth and rubbing it around on my teeth (gasps) and then saying that I had brushed it. There were so many times because you think that you Uh, tell that to me as a kid and I think if all I need is a toothpaste, mm -hmm. I'm just going to rub it in my mouth and I'm fine. I don't have to brush my teeth. And I don't know why we're so averse to brushing our teeth when we're little, but we are. We hate it. We hate it. They hate hate taking baths and showers too. They get annoyed. I'm like, just do it. Part of it is because that means it's the end of the day and you got to go to bed and that sucks. That's like the worst (laughs) time of the day when you're a kid. It's the end of the day. Oh, I don't want to go to bed. It feels like an annoying chore. Yeah. Something else I got to do. I just want to go to bed. I don't want to deal with that. It's like washing your face. It's like when women just go screw it, I'm sleeping with my makeup yeah, on. Good for it's you. not good for you, no. but we do it, right? I say good for you is the fact that good for you every I once mean, in a while. You but. ever heard a kid with five, a seven-year-old with five cavities? I mean, just put the plaque on me that says world's worst mom. I can't even with this because the doc's like, no, he just needs a brush better. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the mom. Does he have one of those little vibrating toothbrushes? No. Do you think uh-uh. you could get him one of those, one try, of the little I ones? I tried the with the timer, making it like a game almost. Because oh, some of those have those. Those don't work. They, no. They, oh, okay. You got to sit there with them. Oh, okay. Because they have the some timer. of them that play songs. There's like a little two-minute song in it, and once the song is done playing, you know you're done brushing. Yeah, they liked those when they were small rigs. They're too old oh, for God. that nonsense now. They're okay. seven and nine. They're smarter than that. They're just like you when you were seven and nine. You get the wet and you walk out. You get the toothbrush wet and you leave. Rub the toothpaste on my teeth and I leave. Just, I was, That's what I used to so do. The, oh, then I called, I'll leave you with this. I called his father on the way home. Of course you did. And of course, he's on the Bluetooth so my kids can hear me. Oh, he's and, probably part of the reason. <laughs> shut up. No. No, my, your, ex, your ex is probably part of the reason because well, we he's are. also policing the, the toothbrushing. Yeah. Good. So I call him and, and, and in the background, Owen goes, Daddy, we got a big problem. And I go, shut up. You're making your, you're going to make him panic. So his dad goes, what? I go, well, I just got back from the dentist, and Hudson has five cavities. My ex goes, what? I, my, my ex is like the quietest dude. He screamed, what? What? And I go, dude, don't ask. I, I don't know. I, the doctor said. So what do you know. do when you have a kid with five cavities? I have to take him to the pediatric specialist and get him filled No, I'm now. saying mental. Like, do you punish him? Do you? No, how do you do I that? What do you do? I just have to be more thorough. He's seven, so it's that's why I say it's my fault. I have to sit there and thoroughly reteach him, because his front are fine. He's not brushing the back. And yeah, you that's can tell which does. teeth he's not getting. Yeah. So for me and the I, molars and in the I back. yeah, I'm like, we have to reteach him how to brush correctly. Okay. Yeah.
That, like, dude, I mean, you're not the only parent out there with kids with crazy amounts of cavities. <laughs> no, somebody texted in. Somebody could probably top five cavities, I bet. Uh, if you can top five cavities, you're unreal. Somebody texted in, though. I I love how you're telling the stories. I'm taking my daughter to her first dental appointment now. <laughs> well, if your daughter's Let's listening, you've got a brush girlfriend, and you're going to be like my little Hudson. Brush. <laughs> not try getting them the floss, too. That's a whole other thing. Oh, That's a whole other up, thing. Come on. Come on. <laughs> 414-799-1037. We're going to start with reteaching them how to brush again. Okay. Five cavities. Five. One, two, three, four, five cavities. Which is more, more cavities than I've had in my whole life. And 38, me too. 38 years on the planet, Briggs, dude. me too. I've only had like one or two and I got them in my 20s. And I, mm-hmm. even then I was like, I have a cavity? I never had one of these. It's like I know people who have tons and I know people who have none. And it's so easy to prevent them. It's so easy. Well, is it though? Because yes. I said the one kid, my kid, who yes. doesn't brush his teeth half the time, Owen, doesn't have any and never did. Hudson's like crazy about it and he has five. I mean, so I don't know if I buy... I feel like some people are prone to them. You know what I mean? 414-799-1037. You can not, call or you can text that number. I do acknowledge that it's from plaque building up. I, I'm not saying you're going to get them no matter sure. what. I'm just saying, it doesn't it feel that way? Somebody texted in. They said, my boys have enamel defects. Okay. Their teeth came in came in with cavities already on them. My <gasps> 10-year-old already had over a dozen cavities and four crowns. I'm screwed. What? <laughs> I lot. didn't even know that could happen where they come in already. The enamel? Did, with, have they looked into that, maybe? Maybe that's the specialist he's sending well, your kid to well, no, that he, will be able to say that. No, he just said that whatever he needs, some of those teeth he's got to fill, I have to go to the, the, the pediatric dental specialist Ugh. guy. <laughs> so, I, I yeah, I don't know, but... Hudson's going to be high as a kite, I'll tell you that much. Whatever happens, <laughs> right? we're going on Thursday to the to the specialist to get the, the cavities Oh, taken this Thursday you're going? This Thursday. Okay, well, update us on Friday then, please, okay, at this I'll time. Okay, I'll tell you what so happens. I'd like to know. Because we have to go in, they look at them, and then we go from there. So I'm already embarrassed to go in and be like, hi, right? I'm the mom that is the kid with five cavities. Yeah, how I'm, the you doing five, today? I'm the five-cavity mom. See my I, hand right here? This is you, how many. Uh, do you have dental insurance? Yeah, but I can't seem to get my kid to brush his teeth, so here we are. No matter what, I can't. Oh, and now the phones are blowing up. Of course. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not going to play phone roulette at this uh, time of day. Some of the texts do say, uh, when I was growing my uh, you read the enamel defects. Yes. Sorry. I can't, I'm so bad at Oh, when I had it was growing up, I had a friend who was not the cleanliest of people and at one time okay. he had 14 cavities. 14? Do you have that many teeth in your mouth? Well, those are the people that lose their teeth. <laughs> yes. And we all and I'm not even trying to make fun of those people like people no. that you see in their 30s and 40s who don't have teeth, it's cuz they their parents or I say it's neglect sometimes didn't take them to the damn dentist, yeah. you know? Good morning Kiss FM, who's this? <laughs> What's huh? your name? Trenton. Trenton. Okay. How many cavities do you have, Trenton, right now no, as we I've speak? Never, I've never had cavities when I'm 19. You've we never you. had cavities in your life. Well, I you're was 19. the same way. So what, though? My kid's 70. He has five rigs. You're also 19. Give it some time, dude. Give it some time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Give it some time of getting older and being lazier and being like, you know what? I'm drunk tonight. Then you eat Taco Bell or something crappy for you at three in the morning right. and you pass out and you don't brush your teeth. That happens right. more often than not when you're in your 20s. That's true. <laughs> That's <laughs> you true. just pass out. All right. So no cavities. You're 19. Thanks for calling, Trenton. Nice. Leah's on line one. Hey, Leah. Good morning. <laughs> hey, girl. Hi. Call- where, where are you calling from? Um, I'm in New Berlin. All right. My city. Cavity chat. What's up? <laughs> um, so I have um, an 18-month-old, and he has had a couple of dentist appointments now at this point. And yeah. We go to a pediatric dentist, and he tells me that, uh, or she told me that his dental health is very much genetic. 
So okay. he could have the best dental hygiene like in the whole world. But because my husband had cavities as a kid and didn't have the best um, dental health, that he's already predisposed for cavities and poor dental health, even though he's only 18 months old. Oh, wow. So it's kind yeah. of a thing that he's already prone to that you're realizing well, right that, now. That's the only thing that makes sense. Like, yeah. we know that it's from plaque buildup, but like, why does both, if both of my kids aren't brushing their teeth correctly, why has mm-hmm. one got five cavities and one doesn't? You know what I mean? Somebody texted in, they said the pH level of your saliva can help cause or prevent <gasps> cavities. Oh that's my interesting. God. I just discovered something. It's genetic. Hudson's it not be. mine. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hudson is not my child. <laughs> that's what it is. Well, you're not my kid anymore because well, uh, you're riddled with cavities in your I was mouth high there. as a kite when you came out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're not mine. Uh, Amelia. Hey, hey, thanks, thanks for calling. Thanks for calling yeah. in, uh, Leah. Amelia's on, too. Amelia! Hi! What's up, girl? Good morning. Good morning! <laughs> calling where, about... where are you calling from, actually? I'm calling from Hartford. Ooh. I just got home from work. Hey, nice. girl! Nice. I've been to Hartford a couple times. I was there on Halloween for a police ride-along in Hartford. I bought my wedding dress there years ago at Amalashan Bridal. Nice. So anyway, uh, where were we? We're talking about <laughs> cavities. Oh, man, cavities. So I didn't have insurance for quite a while because I'm a poor college kid, and my parents didn't, like, they kicked me off my insurance, and I don't have money for legal fees, you know? Okay, right. Uh, So I've been taking care of this huge cavity in my molar, and I've been manually taking a, a dental pick to it and cleaning it out. Of what now? A dental pick. Okay. So what do you do with the dental pick, then? I stick it in my tooth. And I get out all the food that accumulates in there. Okay, yeah. So that's I was what you use right to say. Is I, it like a toothpick almost mm-hmm. with little bristles uh, on the end? Yeah, it's yeah, it's like a toothpick. You could think of it like that. Okay. He did say the dentist. You know, I think I think he did. I don't. Maybe I shouldn't misquote <gasps> him. <laughs> but I like that some teeth are can be harder to get to. That's interesting. Yeah. That what she's saying that she has to go in manually. Is your kid going to be a toothpick guy one day? Because he's going to get the toothpick in there. You think? I hope uh, not, but it's not gonna I be not gonna be my problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia, thanks for calling. We yeah, appreciate yeah, listening this morning. You. Thanks, well, Sarah. Is in New Berlin. Hey, Sarah, what's up? Hi. What's Good morning. Going on? Good morning. We're talking about cavities. What's in your mouth? Uh, yep. Well, my daughter, she was eight when she was eight. She also had five cavities, what? and I was. Just like Allie, I was extremely embarrassed. Like, <laughs> what have I been doing? Right, like, right. Why are you not brushing? <laughs> yeah. How much do I suck as a mom? How much candy yeah. have I been giving you? How many right. treats, snacks am I letting you hide? Well, I was relieved and, you know, when he, he said it wasn't the, the candy. Thing, just brushing the front. And I'm like, we have to now stand here and watch her. Yeah. Okay, so your kid was brushing the front, not the back, which is essentially what I think Hudson's doing. Yep. yep. They, mm-hmm. they don't think about it. Makes sense. Yep. And the dental assistant, like, I felt so embarrassed because she's like, well, you're going to have to really watch her. And I'm like, yeah. but she's eight. She have should they... be able to do this. It's... I taught her. Oh Allie, my God, do they... that's relatable, Sarah. Like, there's an age where they should be doing this on their own, and you're getting yeah. pissed that you have to sit there. Like, sure. Yeah, I get Allie, that. Allie, do they have one of those little dental, like, models of the teeth that you can open up and show? him how to brush? Have they shown him that before? No, because that's like sound. No offense, that sounds so old school. But I know, no, but I'm telling you to visually see him brushing like a model of teeth to see yeah. how you actually brush <gasps> so and what parts of your it. teeth it hits. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that visual connection worked with a kid. Yeah, it's old school, but seeing it happen, mm-hmm. like you don't think about the teeth inside your mouth because no. like the side of your mouth pushes there mm-hmm. and your gums are on the inside. Maybe seeing it on a model, like You're seeing right. how it actually brushes, that oh. that might click with his brain. I okay, don't know. I'll try it. Maybe. I don't know. And I hate to say it, it didn't affect her at all having these cavities filled. <laughs> okay, she's still okay, mentally sound. 
Oh yeah, she's fine. Okay. But I mean, yeah. she she was like, it was no big deal to her, and I'm like, this is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> hey, oral hygiene's important, mind. man. Oral well, hygiene's important. Th- and if she was that comfortable with the dentist, that's great news. Yeah, that is. Good. Honestly, yeah, at the end of the day. <laughs> Thank you for calling in this morning. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. I see yeah, Allie, I feel you, Allie. Have a good day. Yeah, thanks, girlfriend. Dude, you're not you alone. Too. You are not alone. I'm not clearly. Not I'm going to start a club for moms who know we're secretly <laughs> bad because our kids have five cavities. We can be friends on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> Riggs and Allie. It's Riggs and Allie. Weekday mornings and always on demand at 1037kissfm.com. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.